Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is a wonderfully, wonderfully warm and sunny day here in Midtown Atlanta, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Uh, I know you could be anywhere else in the world today, but you chose to be here with us, and I am thoroughly honored to have you. I don't take you for granted, and I just want to let you know that each and every week, like I tell you, each and every week, I love you, I'm praying for you, and I thank God for you continually coming out to support this vision uh, that God has given me to, to be a blessing to you. People, before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of His Spirit. People, this this show that I have planned for you tonight is absolutely ferociously dynamic, and I have some powerhouses coming on here to, to give you tips on how to, to live um, and have dynamic relationships. So tonight's show is the power of relationships, the power of your relationships. The, the relationships that we cultivate have the potential to take us and carry us to phenomenal levels of, of success and greatness. Or they have the potential to drag us down to horrendous levels of, of mediocrity and failure. Tonight we're going to give you a blueprint on how that you can have a successful uh, time with your relationships, how you can be successful in relationships, not just dating relationships, but interpersonal relationships and even the relationship with yourself. So I want each and every one of you to grab a pen, grab a notebook, get prepared because we're going to we're going to ignite you tonight. We're going to ignite you to, to cultivate dynamic relationships. In moving forward in the show now, I want to I want to, I want to do this. I'm moving a little bit out of my order here, but I want to um, I want to get this thing done before we move any further. This week is um, is a very special week. It's, it's considered Holy Week, and I want to let you guys know that I am thoroughly honored to be here with you during this weekend. Uh, some of you may not get a chance to go out to um, to a church or anything like that, but you still love God and you still you still understand what this week means. So I wanted to to express my uh my my gratitude to God for this week. You know, this is this is a dynamic week. You know, I've been um been crowned the king of the fourth quarter comeback by my friend uh, down in Texas, uh, Miss Angel Bush. And um you know, I know something about making dynamic comebacks. Well, one thing I can tell you is that there was a comeback that was made over 2,000 years ago that was done in our for, for us that none of us could be here today and, and move in the power that we move in or, or even have the opportunity to live our dreams if it wasn't for that comeback, if it wasn't for that resurrection, if it wasn't for for Jesus Christ. And I, I honor I honor him right now as we as on this weekend. I thank him for for the resurrection. I thank him for for everything that he he took for us. He took everything on that we could possibly ever endure, so that we could be set free and 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 be able to live a, a dynamic life. I want to give you this week's divine intervention because it ties in right in line with with the resurrection and why it's so important. And I want to read it to you from from uh, three different translations. It's actually um, a divine intervention that we're all familiar with. I've I've given it to you several times, but I'm going to repeat it because it, it just ties in with what we're doing tonight. Um, it, it comes from John 10.10. 10. I'm going to read it to you first from the New Living Translation, 
And it states, the thief's purpose, or the enemy, the thief's purpose is to steal and to and kill and destroy. My purpose, and this is coming from, from, from God, from Jesus, my purpose is to give them a, a rich and satisfying life. Now I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Version, which states, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. And I'm going to read it to you from the New King James. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. In other words, the reason for the resurrection, the reason for, for everything that Christ went through was for us to have life and have it more abundantly. So what that means is that we've been given life. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. So, so he came to erase the effects of the enemy. And then after the effects of the enemy were erased, after we were restored, he gave us the, the insight and the wisdom to go forward and now to prosper. Prosperity does not only include money. It includes your total being. It includes everything about you, everything in order, nothing broken, nothing missing. So from this day forward, understand that it is your birthright. It is your birthright to be the person you've been called to be because there was a mighty price paid for your life. And every dreamer, every visionary out there that can hear my voice, there was a mighty price paid for your life. And those dreams and those visions and those goals that you get inside your, your spirit, they are they have been they, they are blood brought, bought, and they have to come to pass. You have to do whatever is necessary to bring them to pass, because your life, your dreams, your visions, your goals were bought with a price that was paid over two thousand years ago. So I give thanks, I give honor to to God and, and Jesus Christ uh, as my Savior, as my Lord, as my Savior, because I know without Him I couldn't be here today to get to bring you the, the dynamic form of uh, motivation that I do, and I'm honored again, to be with you this week, just like any other week, but this week is special because of, of being Resurrection Sunday on tomorrow. So I wanted to, to honor, give honor where honor is due. Also, to give honor where honor is due, my father's birthday is tomorrow, and I want to honor him as well. I want to wish my father a very happy birthday uh, for tomorrow. And um, I'm going to give you the presidential wisdom for the week, and then we're going to move to a motivational moment. This week's presidential moment you know, each week I give you a presidential moment or, excuse me, presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. This week's presidential wisdom is, if you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. I'll repeat that. If you're walking down the right path and you are willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. I'll read it for you again. If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. And that's this week's presidential wisdom from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. People, I am, uh, again, like so honored to be here. And I, I don't take this moment for granted. I don't take you lightly. I want you to let me know how we're doing. I want you to stay on me. I want you to let me know how we're doing with this show because I, this show is for you. Without you, this show is impossible. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be able to, to give you life-changing motivation and encouragement and inspiration. But I want you to stay 
in touch with me. Let me know how we're doing. So how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you. I want you to contact me via the, the social networking sites, Facebook.com. Uh, you can reach me Facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. MySpace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. Or you can leave a comment for me on my blog talk site here at blogtalkradio.com slash Miles W. Miller. You can even email me. That's right. You can email me. You can email me at MilesWMiller at gmail.com. So, let me know how we're doing. Let let me know what what you would want to see more of on the show. Let me know how I can um, how we can further get you what it is you need. I want to continue to bring people on this show that they're going to give you a, a dynamic blueprint for success in in whatever areas we bring them on here for. But I want to know what it is you really want and what it is you really need because we're going to make sure you get it, and that is my guarantee to you. So, in moving forward. I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. You weren't put here just to hold up space and take up air. You were put here to do something dynamic. You were put here to make things better. Everything is created to be a solution to something. Okay? Nobody's life is in vain. There's a, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom. Um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So, your your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when he created you. So, you're... So I want you to, I'm just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You, your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you're important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others and you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems so take your worth in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do so that's the segue to my lesson today my lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image seven ways to promote a positive self-image step one Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you, which we just talked about in depth. And I can go further with this. 
you have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we, each and every one of us was created in the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So it's, a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle and I take it to a, a General Motors dealership, now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information, but how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that spirit that created us? And when you, be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that. Hello, and we're back. Again, I thank you for uh, tuning in. This is Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And I want to thank you all again for just the, the overwhelming output and input that I've been getting from you guys. The one, that's why I say it's so important that the comments that you leave for, uh, for me on the Blog Talk Radio site, the emails that I get, the Facebook messages, the Twitter uh, alerts that I get, the MySpace messages, it's really important because it helps me guide um, and, and steer the ship better because I want to know how we're driving, how we're impacting you, what, are, what things are we doing that, that you really like. So I want to keep giving you more of what it is you like. I'm going to give it to you in abundance. So one thing I know that people really enjoy is understanding how to have dynamic relationships. And I'm going to continue to do the, a series of these shows where we're bringing on dynamic uh, relationship experts to give you blueprints to have dynamic relationships. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, I want to I'm going to start tonight off by taking us into our uh, visualization segment. You know, each week that we do these visualization segments, and I I think some people are starting to really get it, where you can visualize your ideal life, and it's, it's greater than visualizing something bad happening. You can you can visualize something good happening, and guess what? The, your thoughts are things. The more you think about something, the more you bring it about. You you magnetize your mind by the things you think about the most. So it is my goal to get you to, to magnetize your mind for great things, for beautiful things, for, for, for the things that God has, has, has put in this earth and this universe for us to enjoy. So as we do each week, I want you to, everybody can hear my voice. I want you to just to stop everything you're doing and just close your eyes. Now, if you are driving, again, I throw out this disclaimer each and every time. If you are driving right now, as you hear my voice, Pull over. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't close your eyes while you're driving. Pull over to a safe place. Go to that Kmart shopping center parking lot and go and park your car, lock your door, and then close your eyes. Okay, now you're back with me. Now, everybody can hear my voice. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think of, when I say the word beautiful, I want you to think about something that's beautiful. It could be a puppy. It could be a rose. It could be a flower. It could be, you know, uh, your your spouse. Whatever it is that you think is beautiful, I want you to I want you to to see it in your imagination right now. Close your eyes and just picture it right now. 
and I want you to just just breathe, breathe in normally, breathe normally, and just and just imagine that that picture of beauty that's in your mind. Some people it may be uh, a beach front view from a from a waterfront property. Some people it may be I don't know it could be just flying on a plane. Some people it could be like I said a rose or a flower, a, a puppy, a kitten. Whatever it is that's beautiful, I want you to, to imagine it. I want you just to lock your imagination on it right now. And now that you have a definition of beauty, and now that you see beauty in your mind, I want you to hold on to the feeling that beauty brings. I want you to hold on to that, that image. Now, now that you have an image of beauty in your mind, and you, you know what beauty feels like. I want you to imagine yourself sitting in an IMAX movie theater with a, a screen larger than life. And I want you to, to, to take a, a firm look at that screen with, with expectation, with intention, that something dynamic, is, you're getting ready to view something dynamic. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to see the lights coming on the screen, see the main events. See the see the features, see the trailers. Now the main the, the main feature is coming up. And the main feature is your ideal life. I want you on that screen as you're looking at your ideal life, I want you to see yourself enjoying your ideal life. I want you to see your see yourself having an ideal life. Your ideal life could be, you know, coming home every day to your new spouse to your debt-free home, driving your debt-free car. Your ideal life could be traveling to, to exotic locations where, you know, you see these pretty gorgeous fish and these pretty birds flying in the air and the sun is beaming down on your face and the sand is warm and, it, and you're walking on the, on the beach barefoot and the sun, sand is just going through your toes and it, it's just a, a, a great feeling. It could be you enjoying the company of, of your family. Whatever the case may be, I want you to see yourself, see it on that screen. I tell you each week that my ideal car is the Rolls Royce Ghost. Now I know the Rolls Royce Phantom is a bigger car and it's a it's a more costly car, but something about the Rolls Royce Ghost it speaks to me. I like that car, and I told you I see myself driving that car, and I see myself being driven in that car, and I see myself with a fleet of them because these are these are these are beautiful things to me. I see myself enjoying my family. I see myself being able to to walk on the beach. Like like the things I'm telling you, the, the, the options I'm giving you, they're things that, that I see myself. But I know whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you see as ideal, I want you to see it on that screen. I want you to see it playing out. I want you to see your ideal life. Just watch it and enjoy it. And now that you've got the picture of your ideal life, what does that make you feel like? How does it make you feel to see your ideal life on that screen? I want you to, to fully harness those emotions that you are experiencing right now as you see yourself enjoying life to the fullest. I want you to, to fully take note of your face and the faces of, of your family members as you're enjoying your ideal life. Now, now that you've captured the vision of your ideal life and now you've harnessed the emotions of your ideal life, 
I want you to do this. Here's the dynamic part. I want you to, to affirm the, the following statement. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, you've gotten the image of your ideal life. You've har you're harnessing the emotions of your ideal life. And now you're affirming your ideal life. I want you to hold on to this as we continue forward in the show. And, and I, I, I'm thanking God for some, some dynamic things happening for you tonight. And I want to say this to you. I don't know, many of you may have seen my Facebook post earlier in the week, and I said this. I was praying one day, and I just heard in my spirit that the months of April and May are going to be dynamic, going to be months of dynamic release for people, for dreamers, for visionaries, and go-getters who have their hand to the plow. In other words, dreamers, visionaries, and go-getters who are active in their dreams, visions, and goals. If you are actively pursuing that which you know is yours, April and May are going to be dynamic months for you, dynamic months of release, dynamic months of, of, of resources coming seemingly out of the thin sky, seemingly coming out of nowhere. But, but know that it's not by chance and it's not coincidental because this is, this is uh, uh, your time. This is a, this is a God-ordained time for, for the dreamer, the vision, visionary, and the go-getter. This is, this is ordained for you to, to prosper and to manifest greatness. So go get it. You know, I, I tell you every week. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Now is the time where you you got to go get it, no matter what it looks like. If you keep pressing, you're going to meet with success. So I want to I wanna implant that in your spirit as we're moving forward. So as we're moving forward, tonight's topic of discussion is the power of your relationships. And I also want to mention that our friend, uh, Helena, excuse me, uh, Athena, our friend Athena, um, she can't be with us tonight. She had a, a, an emergency, and we're sending our prayers to her right now uh, for her to have for whatever it is she needs that God will manifest and, and, and meet her needs because, you know, we, we look forward to having her every two weeks on the show. So she won't be with us this week, but she, uh, Athena will be with us next week, and we look forward to having her on the show. Uh, to provide our healthy living segment. So I look forward to giving you some dynamic uh, information from Athena next week. So in moving forward, again, tonight's show is about the power of your relationships. And your relationships are so important. The, 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 like I said earlier in the show, our relationships are so, so important. 
they're so important that they have the potential to carry you to phenomenal levels of greatness and success, or they have the potential to drag you to horrendous levels of mediocrity and failure. Now, anybody in their right mind would definitely stay away from a relationship that drug them down. But sometimes relationships can go astray, and people can change, and things that you thought were one way really aren't that way. So I'm going to give you, before I bring on these dynamic guests, I'm going to give you seven, um, seven tips for uh, dynamic interaction. And I'm creating a, a book called Maxims for Dynamic Interaction. So this, this is a, a snippet of the book that's coming forward uh, pretty soon. It's a, a project I've been working on for a little while now. It's going to be coming, soon pretty, coming forward pretty soon, but this is just a snippet. So I'm going to give you seven tips for uh, dynamic interaction. My first tip is that you have to realize that you are created in the likeness and image of God. You are created in the likeness and image of God. So since you are created in the likeness and image of God, that means that you are valid. Your thoughts are valid. Your thoughts matter. Let me repeat that. You are valid, your thoughts are valid, and you matter. That means that if you feel something, if you experience something, that it's, it matters. If you're going through something, it matters. But not only that, you have creative power. And it goes back to what we were doing in our visualization segment. You have the power to create the lifestyle that you want. That means that you have the power to attract the things you want. That means that you have the power to repel the things you don't want. If you want to be friendly, you have to first find yourself friendly. So if you want to attract friends or if it's a spouse, if you want a spouse, then you have to first make yourself spouse worthy. But you have the, you have the, the power to do it because you are created in the likeness and image of the creator. So keep that in mind. Step two, tip two, whether whether other people know or accept it, everybody you meet is also created in the likeness and image of God, which means their thoughts matter. They have value, which means you have to respect the fact that, they, that their thoughts have value. You have to respect the fact that they matter. That means that you have to to watch how you treat people, you have to watch how you say things to people, you have to watch what you do to people. I mean, I'm, I'm, look, I'm going through some similar things myself. I understand some people just aren't lovable, but still in all, you still have to make an attempt to treat people the way you want to be treated. But that doesn't mean that sometimes you're going to have to correct people. But that goes, that, I'll get to that later in a um, later tip. But sometimes you're going to have to correct people. But in the same sense, you have to be willing to do that, even still do that in love. Um. The third tip for dynamic interaction, understand this. The statement, I am, is very powerful, so use it carefully and wisely. The statement, I am, is very powerful. Use it carefully and wisely. I'm going to say that again. It's worth repeating. The statement, I am, is very powerful. Use it carefully and wisely. Now, Scripture lets us know that I am is a name of God. So every time you take the name I am and you put something negative behind it, you're actually using God's name in vain. 
he's leased his name to you to, for powerful things. I, that's the reason why it's, the scripture says, let the weak say I'm strong. It's not that you're lying. It's because that the God in you is that thing. He is that dynamic thing. So when I say I am phenomenal, I say I am phenomenal a lot. People ask me how I'm doing all the time. I tell them I am phenomenal. It's not me bragging on myself. It's me un- understanding that inside of me is the spirit of God. And God in me is phenomenal. And through him I can do all things. So when you use that word, I am, it is a, a statement or affirmation of the dynamic power inside of you, the dynamic creative power inside of you to bring forth life, to bring forth great things, to bring forth beautiful things in this lifetime. That's why I, I constantly tell people, and I constantly talk to myself even, to, I must get my mind, keep my mind in position to receive the things I want. And you have to continuously tell, your th- tell yourself that you, are, that you are worthy of these things. So when you say, I, I never let people get away with saying, I'm sorry. Because you're not sorry. Yeah, you may have made a mistake. You may have dropped the ball, but you're not sorry. I, somebody, I actually told it to somebody one time. They actually went and got the definition of the word sorry. And eight of the nine definitions of that word are negative. They only can only find one word that was something positive. You never want anybody to affirm negative, something negative with you. So that's why I always say, like I said, be careful of how you use the word, the statement I am before anything. My fourth tip for you, be truthful and honest with yourself. Be truthful and honest with yourself. Be truthful and honest with yourself. For instance, I told you that since I've been in Georgia, I happen to you know, partake in a lot of the the fine uh, dining establishments here, and, you know, I wasn't working out like I was before I left Detroit, and, uh, you know, things happen. You're eating more. You're sleeping less. You're not working out at all, and next thing you know, you look up, and you're like 60 pounds heavier. It happens. It can happen. I don't want it to happen to anybody, but it can happen. It happened to me. I had to be honestly and truthful with myself that, you know, I couldn't wear the same clothes I used to wear because they didn't look the same. It was okay for me to, to admit that. You know, it's not saying, it's not an admission of defeat. It's just saying, hey, right as of right now, things have changed a little bit. Now I'm, I'm diligently working, working off this weight that I've gained, but in the same sense, I'm honest with myself to say, you know what, I have to get clothes that 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 actually absolutely, you know, maximize the way I look, not make me look, you know, that they don't look good. There's sometimes people wear clothes they can, or, and I'm just using the analogy of clothing. Some people wear clothing that don't that don't act, accentuate the way they look, and it actually makes them, you know, look out of order, unruly, and not neat. You want to always be neat. You want to always look a certain way. You always look, you always want to look powerful. But taking it back to uh, uh, for, for dynamic interaction, if there's something about you that you know is off. You have to be truthful with yourself and admit, you know what, there's something about me that's not completely where I want it. I'm not completely the best person to be in a relationship with you right now, whatever the case may be. But you have to be truthful and honest, and truthfulness and honesty will take you a long way. You can, you can stand on truthfulness and honesty because it, it will it be the backbone of anything you do as a dreamer, as a visionary, as a go-getter. The fifth tip for dynamic interaction, tell others the truth in love. Tell others the truth in love. 
tell others the truth in love. There's nothing wrong with correcting somebody if they if they're if they're not correct. But it's the manner in which you do it. Sometimes you have to be give a stern voice. Like if a child is playing around a stove and you tell them not to touch that hot stove. Now you can you can be nice about it, but sometimes they won't get the the gist of what you're saying unless you're firm with you give it to them in a firm voice. And so, and it's okay to give people a firm no. Or a firm don't do that again. Or a firm I don't like that. But it's not in love when you use when you get personal, when you attack the person. So in everything you do, make sure love is is the most present tool because it's the most important thing you'll ever have. Tip number six for dynamic interaction. If what you're doing irritates you, then don't do it to someone else. If what you're doing or if it would irritate you, don't do it to someone else. Listen to me very carefully. If the action that you're getting ready to take against somebody else irritates you, think twice about it. Don't do it because it's the golden rule. We treat others as we want, as we want to be treated. So in understanding that, you have to be you know, really careful how you treat somebody because our people's feelings and emotions, they do matter. You know, the old saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is an absolute farce. That is a lie. Don't believe that. Don't tell anybody else that. That is a lie. That is not the truth. That is not the truth. That is not the truth. Words hurt. Words have the potential to, to build or they have the work, potential to destroy. The power of life and death is in your tongue. So you have to be careful about what you say, what you do, and how you do it. Because remember, if it irritates you, then don't do it to someone else. And the seventh tip I'm going to give you for today, and then I'm going to segue into our uh, interviews. The seventh tip I'm going to give you for dynamic interaction is this. Study and learn what makes the other person happy, then give it to them exceedingly and abundantly. Study and learn what makes the other person happy, then give it to them exceedingly and abundantly. Do you know what it feels like for somebody to really care about you and to care about you so much that they, that they, they want to be they want to make you happy? They want to they go out of their way to make you happy. They know what they know the things you like. It, for instance, if you, if it's your spouse and they know that when you get home from work you like to to take a bath and there's a special bath uh, a special um, bath soap that you want to use. Or bubble bath, that's the word I'm looking for, bubble bath. There's a certain bubble bath you like to use, and they run the water for you, and they use just the right amount of that bubble bath, and they have, a, have warm towels waiting for you because they know that you like, you like warm towels because you don't like to put cold towels on your body. And then after you get out of the bath, you know, and you dry off and you put on your, your clothes, you come out and there's dinner ready. This, I mean, this doesn't have to be a – there's no gender here. We're talking about just – making your your spouse feel happy how would they make how how would you how do you think you would respond to that person if you're really in tune to them i think it would open up a a, a door to something dynamic for them through you because now you, your your heart is, is is open to them because now they they've shown you that they they're willing to do whatever it takes to make you happy 
Think about it if you took that same mentality into how you treat them. Now, this doesn't have to just be a spousal relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be any, any type of relationship. If you go out of your way and this person that you're, you're in relationship with is a giver also, because it doesn't work if you deal with a giver and a taker. It has to be two givers. You have to have people who have a heart to give. It's the law of reciprocity. What you give comes back. And, and you have to have a person who understands the law of reciprocity also because if they don't, you can be in a situation where you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you never get restored. You have to be in relation. This only works if the other person is a giver as well. So you're, giving, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, and they're, and they're pouring back. You're pouring out, they're pouring back because they like to see you happy. You want to see them happy, and it's all, it becomes a competition. I'm going to make you happy. Think about the, the effects that can have on your life. Think about what that does for you. So every time you, you think about somebody that you care about, that you like, think about what makes them happy and then give it to them in, a, in, great, in such a large quantity that they could never even imagine that it was coming that way. And watch how your relationships change. So those are my seven tips for tonight on dynamic interaction. And we're going to go on. I got two guests. I know they're chomping at the bit. They hear me talking, and, and, and this is their area of expertise, and they, they're ready to go. Um, my first guest I'm bringing on tonight is a absolutely dynamic young man. He is a recording artist, and he's also a relationship expert. He's, um, he's traveled the world as a musician. He's seen a lot, a lot of things across the globe, and he's been able to, to take those things that he's seen and the things he's experienced and, and to provide dynamic encouragement and dynamic, just a dynamic blueprint for success in relationships. Um, just building, building uh, relationships in business, rela- personal relationships, and even the relationship that we share with ourselves. Uh, our guest tonight, our first guest tonight, uh, is none other than Mr. Joe Smith of Soul Food Entertainment. Joe, are you there? Yes, sir. It's an absolute honor to have you here tonight. Yes, sir. We got you loud and clear. All right, all right. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to have you here, man. I'm again, like every I, we go. And we search the, the world now for the most dynamic guests we can find. And each week I'm just utterly amazed by who we're able to bring on. So I'm honored that your schedule will work with ours. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joe, tell the people, I brought you on here because I, I, you're, one of the, you're somebody who I look up to, somebody I admire, because you have a, a, a dynamic way of getting things done. And I want to have mm-hmm. you talk to the people about the, the relationship that you have with yourself. Now, a lot of people may, may think that that's crazy or whatever, but they don't realize that the, the relationship that you have with yourself is, is just as important as the relationship you have with anybody else, even more important because right. you see yourself first. Right. What are some right. tips that you – like give us about three tips that um, our audience can use to, you know, for um, immediate implication or um, they can immediately apply to their lives to help them have a more um, fulfilling relationship with themselves. Um, a few things I, I, I think are really important. Uh, one of the things, uh, as you, as you give, gave the parallel between having a relationship with yourself and to, to having a relationship with other people, one thing I think is important is uh, knowing yourself and being honest with yourself about who you are, uh, where you are, the things about you that are good, the things about you that are bad, that needs improvement. You touched on that earlier. Uh, I notice a lot of times uh, in this day and time, people have a tendency to 
make excuses for, you know, things about them that may be negative or whatever instead of taking on – because that's easier than taking on the challenge of actually changing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how you talked about uh, the, the weight that you gain, you know what I'm saying? So it's easier – it would be easier for you to look in the mirror and say, okay, well, I'm just full and fabulous or, you know, I'm just – you know. I'm big sexy, you know, or whatever you want to do to try to wash it and make it cool instead of saying, okay, this is not a good thing. I need to work on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, that's very important um, to to always check yourself and not, not put yourself down. Right. Always have a positive self-image, but at the same time <clears throat> know that you're always a work in progress and that you need to improve upon things. I remember one day, I did a um, a Facebook status about, you know, how it's not cool, you know, when you're a grown person and, you know, you can't spell or you can't use good sentence structure or, you know, you you don't use the right versions of, of words. You know, and I understand, okay, a lot of people when they were in school, maybe they skipped school all the time or maybe they, was in, they were in sports and so they didn't go to class or whatever, but... When you're always evolving, always strengthen yourself. You know, go back and take an English class. Go back and, you you know, read some books or whatever because the bottom line is that um, um, the more you work on yourself and the more you strengthen yourself and who you are as a person and build upon who God made you to be, the more prepared to move forward into that place of success uh, you will be. You know what I mean? Right, because right. when success comes, you don't have time to get ready. you got to be ready. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. You know, and so I think that's a very important thing is just being honest with yourself about who you are and and constantly working to improve yourself and, and constantly reading and, and doing research and things that strengthen your mind, um, you know, strengthen yourself spiritually, strengthen yourself physically, uh, because, you know, we're supposed to have dominion over this over this world, and you can't have dominion over the world if, if you are messed up, you know, just in the simple things in your life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I, I think that's that's very important, and um, and then just um, having that positive self image to where you know that God is no respecter of person. So you know, I don't care who it. I don't care if it's Bill Gates or Warren Buffett. You know, the two of the richest men, you know, in in this country. You know, if they can do it. You can do it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I mean, and so one of the things that I like to do is is just study how do people like that get where they are? What are their habits? What are their, you know, what are some of the struggles they had in their life? What are some of the things they had to overcome? Because it, it makes them human. We see success stories, and we look at them as though they're it's a fairy tale or they're comic book characters or something. And we forget that those are real people, right. just like you and I. Right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the only difference is, you know, they had challenges. They figured out ways to overcome them. They had dreams, and they pursued them and made them happen. And you'd be surprised even how many people that are successful actually kind of stumbled up on their success just by being busy and, like you said earlier, putting their hand to the plow and just being faithful and diligent. And then you know, bam! They just <laughs> you know stumbled <laughs> up on some you know some success. So I think those things are very important. Wow, wow! And and Joe, also, 
as a musician, I know that you um you 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 get a chance to travel the world. What yes. are some of the things you see other people like some of the successful people that you you work with? I know you work with uh, Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole and uh, mm-hmm. Bishop Wayne T. Jackson. What are some of the things that you notice from them and how they can keep themselves motivated to, to move forward in, in their, their interpersonal relationships with themselves? Um, one thing I notice definitely is, you know, having a relationship with God. Uh, you know, that I mean, that may sound cliche for some people, but, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, because, you know, uh, the bottom line, going back to the human factor, is, you know, I mean, everybody gets to that point to where they get frustrated or they feel like quitting or, you know, get disappointed or whatever. Uh, but, you know, when you have that relationship with God and, and you know that what you are doing is what you are God-ordained to be doing, it keeps you, you know, even even if you may get, get in a funk for a minute, you know, it keeps you in that place where you can get back up on the horse and keep moving. So that's been very inspirational to me. I know, uh, you know, watching watching my my bishop and and even watching you know uh, Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. You know, one thing I admire, especially with Bishop, is that that mindset that it's like, you know, it's almost like a I hate to use this analogy, but it's like a street mindset. Like when you just got that mindset, like. I can whoop anybody. Like, <laughs> I ain't never scared. I don't right. care. You know what I'm saying? Bring it. And it's on and popping. And you take that that mentality and apply it to your life, and you feel like, okay, there's no challenge that's too big. You know, and even if it's too big for me, ain't nothing too big for God, so bring it. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And, and, and that, that has really, man, I'm telling you, that has really helped me you know, in my, you know, with the visions and things that I want to do and the things that I've been pursuing and the, the, the successes that I've accomplished so far, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't look at, you know, people like um, Russell Simmons or or Diddy or people that are considered moguls, Oprah Winfrey. I don't look at those people and see them as aliens. I see those people as like I can do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what inspires me to to go after it. You know. And then, and then something else I learned from Dorinda is that, you know, when you have a, that a pleasant spirit and, you know, you treat people like they matter, people respond to that. And that's yeah. a good way to build, especially business relationships. I heard somebody say about uh, the thing that makes Quincy Jones so popular is that, you know, Quincy Jones, if you tell Quincy Jones today that, you know, your mom was in the hospital. The next time you see Quincy, he's going to be like, so how's your mom doing? I mean, he makes you feel like you matter. He engages you. He looks you in your eyes, and he makes you feel like, you know, he doesn't make you feel like a peon. He, he, he makes you feel like you matter. And that, that favor that comes on your life, when you treat people like that, people just like you. They want to help you. They want to do things for you, you know, and I, I learned from that. That's, that's very important, too. Wow. Wow. Because, I mean, just just hearing that, you know, making sure people matter. So if is it safe to say that people who who maybe have a, a harsh demeanor, they, they treat people like, like less than them, is it safe to say that maybe they're having some interpersonal issues? Yeah, I think in my experience, I, I think a lot of times people, you know, I mean, you'd be surprised, man. I've met a lot of famous people, been around a lot of famous people. 
secular and and in the religious community, and you will really be surprised at how much insecurity those some of those people have. Wow. And so to some people, their talent or their gift or what we know them for is the only thing that they have that makes them feel good about themselves. And so I think a lot of times that lack of confidence or that lack of sec- security within themselves, they try to overcompensate for it, uh, you know, with their talent and their gift, and, you know, it makes them feel good to make other people feel not important, you know. Right. And um, it's amazing, man. And, and you can tell the difference between the people who really have good relationships with themselves and know who they are. And I heard Barry Gordy say uh, once, he said, you got to realize that what you do is not who you are. What you wow. do is just what you do, and who you are is something totally separate. That's just who you are. And when you understand that, it'll keep you humble. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people I know, they get caught up in a, a position or a title, and then the next thing you know, you can't really talk to me anymore. You can't talk to me. I, I'm such and such. I'm Dr. This or whatever. So right. how, do you, how do you stay grounded? How, what, what are some things you can, can advise people on how to stay grounded so they can they don't get too high-minded? Um, I, I, I have a saying that helps me, my, that saying is always know where you are on a totem pole. <laughs> and, 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 and one of the things that helps me stay grounded is I stay focused on people who are higher than me or who are better than me. So that way I don't ever get that biggest person in the room syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I, I don't ever want to be the biggest person in the room. I want to always be in a room full of people that's bigger than me so that I can glean from them and I can grow and it will keep me knowing that, okay, Joe, you're blessed. Okay, Joe, you're good. Okay, Joe, you got it going on, but you still are not where you could be. So you still got some more work to do. You still got some more learning to do. You still got some more growing to do. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, Oprah Winfrey's a billionaire. That's great. But put her in a room with Warren Buffett and, 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 and Bill Gates and, you know, she's, not so much, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but it's both in the Brunei. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I, I think that's what's very important. I try to just keep focused on people that are that are bigger than where I am and, and higher than where I am so that I always have something to strive to. Okay. So. Yep. And, yeah. and I'm sorry. And, of course, you know, prayer and, and, and my relationship with God. I don't want to downplay that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was, I was come, getting ready to come to that. I'm glad you brought it out because I was getting ready to bring you back because I know you, I know that was something you wanted to, to address. Um, in your relationship with God, how do you think people in their um, let, let, let me take. I'm not trying to bash any de- denomination or any um, religious organization, so I want to make sure what I'm saying um, is is accurate mm-hmm. on the on the money. For instance, if somebody is in a um, in a place in their mind where they, they see God is always looking to punish them like the, like the big bad bully. How do you mm-hmm. how do you, how do you talk to them to let them know that God does truly love them and that it, once they see God as loving them that their relationship with themselves changes. Um <coughs> that's a, um sometimes <coughs> excuse me. Sometimes it's not an easy thing because a lot sometimes people have been uh uh inundated with that type of doctrine, you know, since they were young and, and and since they were little. And, I mean, the main thing is that 
I would tell them is just, you know, to study God's word and, and especially study and understand what the new covenant is about uh, because that was the bottom line uh, is that God wanted us to get back to that place. You know, he had to deal with us under the law. He had to deal with us a little more, a little more harshly and a little bit more standoffish and a little bit more like, yo, if you mess up, you know, it's on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, but, but that wasn't what God's heart because if you go back, um, Donald, there's a gospel artist named Donald Lawrence. He has a song called Back to Eden. The hook of the song says, let's get back to Eden and live on top of the world. That song changed my life because when I heard the words of that song, I went back and read Genesis because the Garden of Eden in Genesis was how God originally wanted everything to be. Wow. <laughs> everything that's come after that came as a result of us messing up. Wow. But that wasn't what God wanted. So when you look in the Garden of Eden and see that God, you know, he came and hung out with Adam. Like, he kicked it with Adam. He, you know, it wasn't some, you know, I'm God and you're an act. You know, it was like, you know, I mean, they chilled out during the day, you know, in the cool of the day. Right, you know, right. and so I think understanding that and understanding that the new covenant was God's way of saying, okay, I don't want it to be about you getting in trouble all the time and you do stuff to make me mad and I'm going to beat you up and all that. I want to get it back to fellowship and get it back to where we can be cool again. But you're in a sinful state, but, you know, Jesus is, is he's going to be the mediator and, and, and he's going to shed his blood so that we can be cool again and I don't have to be angry with you every time you mess up. You know, you can ask for forgiveness, and we can we can be cool again. Because otherwise, it would have kept being like it was. So I think you got to really understand that, man, and understand that point that you know God. You know, he's he's a father. He's our heavenly father. And when you think about a father, yeah, you know, your father will whip the belt out and get you if you need it. I know but, everything. you know, fathers can be nurturing as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can sit on daddy's lap and, and daddy got a, a different way of dealing with you even than mama. So, you know, I think that's important. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You, you've definitely given our audience something to, to really you know, go home and, and, and implement right away. And I, I'm thanking you for it, Joe. Joe, what's new from you? What, what's new from Joe Smith? Let, let us know how you're doing. What, what kind of uh, projects do you have on the table right now? Well, in June, I'm going to be releasing uh, my my CDs called Transparent. Um, and we're going to do a big, big launch thing. We'll have a big uh, concert that we're going to launch the CD and as well as launch the official launch of my company. Uh, and... In the fall of this year, I'm doing a stage play, an urban stage play called Diamond Girls okay. that deals with um, women who make the choice to deal with men in the street life. Oh, wow. And basically how uh, that those choices affect them and their children's lives and so forth and so on. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a stage play as well as a documentary. We've already started shooting a documentary uh, and it's going to be a soundtrack to it and all that. So it's, I'm really excited about that. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's – I'm really, like I said, I'm honored to, to be able to share this information with the audience tonight. So, Joe, how can we reach you? Uh, you can reach me by uh, email. My email address is soulfoodint. That's short for entertainment. So soulfoodent at yahoo.com. 
Uh, of course, you can reach me uh, on Facebook, uh, uh, Mr. J Boogie. That's my little <laughs> my little moniker. So uh, you can always also reach me at uh, myspace.com forward slash Joe Smith World. So uh, all of those places. I'm also on Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash uh, uh, Mr. J Boogie and the number one. All right, yep. Mr. J Boogie. Well, before you leave, yes, Joe, sir. could you give the people a, a, a word of encouragement just to get keep them on um, inspired to to, to uh, cultivate a, a dynamic interpersonal relationship with themselves? Um, just know who you are, and uh, again, go back and read the first chapter of Genesis, and you'll see that when God created man, He said that we had the right to have dominion over this whole world. So you're not just some little speck or an afterthought or a mistake, you're somebody that God placed here and he gave you the right to have dominion over this world. So anything you want to do, be it big or small, just know that according to God, not regardless of what your mama said or your daddy said or whoever said you wasn't adequate or whatever, God said that you could have dominion over this world. And so just walk in that and know it, and even when you take your defeats and you take your L's, know that defeat is a part of success. You take your L and you get back up, dust yourself off, learn from it, and try again. Well spoken. Well spoken from a champion to the people. Yes, sir. I I, I thank you, sir, and we will be in touch because we got to get a project together ourselves. Okay. I'm with that. Yes, sir. Well, you be blessed, and I, I thank you again for, for coming out tonight to to share your dynamic insight with the audience. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Miles. Not a problem. All right. Again, everybody, that was Mr. Joe Smith of Soul Food Entertainment, a relationship expert and recording artist. And we we have a, a, a dynamic, another dynamic guest in queue who I'm going to bring on uh, very shortly um, I want to introduce him first. He's. Um, I'm actually gonna let him introduce himself because he's he's such a dynamic individual. I want I want you to. to I know he's been chomping at the bit. He's ready to go. Um, I want to tell you how how I came across this young man. I was actually online looking at videos on YouTube, and I came across one of his videos. He he's a dynamic life coach. He's a dynamic relationship dating expert, and he calls himself the modern day matchmaker. So I saw the Modern Day Matchmaker in the in my Yahoo search, and I just clicked on it, and I saw one of his videos, and instantly I was like, I gotta get this guy out here for the people because he's he's dynamic, and I, I like the way he he presents information to the people. I like the way he he presents um, just life changing tips for people to to implement in their lives right away. And I believe that if you listen to what he has to say tonight, you can have some dynamic changes in your relationships. Your your now, we're going to talk about the relationship with a spouse or a mate with uh, our next guest, and our next guest is none other than uh, the modern-day matchmaker himself, Mr. Paul Carrick Bronson. Paul, are you there? Miles, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, boy, it's great to be on. It's great an absolute to honor to have you here, man. I, I'm Again, like I said, I, I saw you on YouTube, and I was like, i got to get you on the show because I know the people are going to love to hear what you got to say. Oh yeah, I say it's an honor to be on. Just just with you, and I want to say this is, Miles, you do phenomenal work, man. Thank you, sir. I mean, really phenomenal. I mean, your message. I know there's probably a lot of people 
that, that listen and, and instantly, you know, instantly follow what you say, and there's some that might be slightly skeptical on it, but those skeptics out there, this brother right here is speaking the truth. So you do great work. Great Thank work. Thank you, sir. To God be the glory. And I, like I said, I, I appreciate that. I, I mean, again, coming from you, I'm 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 like a, a fan tonight. <laughs> I'm just excited to have you here. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's an honor to be here. Yes, sir. And I was watching a, another one of your videos earlier this week, and I I, I want to talk about something that you uh, discussed uh, recently called. Um, Knowing how to invest in a relationship. Sure. And you gave some tips about knowing how to invest in a relationship. And I just want you to just, you know, discuss with the people that those tips that you presented, um, how to invest, how to know when to invest into a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, that that topic came about and, and that web series came about because probably the number one, number two question that I get is, when do I know when to either make a full commitment in a relationship or when do I know to pull out? Of, of a relationship, right? Yes, sir. And, and, and so what I did is I kind of went back, researched, and came up with these, these points. And these points to me really are the ingredients around what it means or, or, or your cue to know when is the relationship right, when is it right to take it to the next level, i.e. marriage or something higher, or when is the right time to pull out when you're just not getting enough. Um, number one, number one is knowing your values. And this is something that is critical and it's something that, you know, I don't have a book out, but if, if I ever did write a book, it would be something around values-based relationships. Uh, you know, your values are your guiding principles in life. And oftentimes what we do with our relationships is we base them on characteristics such as height or age or uh, or, or, or monetarily, you know, in terms of income, but we rarely look at values. And I think that part of the reason why we don't do that is because it's much harder to determine someone's values, but secondly, because of just our social norms right now. So long story short is understanding your values is very important, and once you understand your values, your guiding principles, that will better help you to understand your, 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 your mate's or your potential mate's values. And so that's number one is you, you really have to, to, to know your values. Secondly is it's important to know where you're going and make sure that where you're going is in alignment with your, you know, your significant other, your soon-to-be significant other's uh, uh, vision, right? Where mm -hmm. are you going? Are you, are you going in this? Not only are you going in the same direction, but is the destination the same, right? That's that's very very important. Is is, is that destination? Um, another point is, and I talk about this often now, is love languages. You know, uh, Gary Chapman, Dr. Gary Chapman wrote, I think, what is, uh, you know, the the holy grail in the relationships industry, and that's the five love languages. It's if if anyone out there is listening that has not read that book, uh, you know, just Either pick up the book or go online, but check out the love languages because this is really important, right? Everyone has at least one love language. Some of us have multiple love languages. And you cannot, and I, and I underscore, you cannot have a successful relationship unless you can communicate with your mate or your, your match. You can communicate with them in their love language, not yours, but in 
their love language. And so, you know, knowing their love language and actively working towards that is, is, is key. And then last but not least is, and this one is, is really, this is like the, the, the test, if you will, is has your mate or has that significant other or soon to be, have they demonstrated acts of selflessness and not selfishness, but selflessness? And once you see all of those, then I say it's, it's, you know, it's, it's time to, to invest. Wow. I know that for the act of selflessness, I know the example you gave on the video uh, was a moment when your, your, your wife's father was terminally ill. And you, you, you said, talked about how you were able to take four to six weeks off from your job at a time when you were thriving in your job to be there with your wife. How, 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 how difficult was that for you when you made that decision? Well, you know, I, I, I definitely thought about the, where I was, and, and even just to take a step back in terms of context is, you know, I, at, at that time I was in, uh, I was in a different uh, field. I was in finance. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I felt as if I was on the track to, to, to being where I wanted to be, you know, optimally in my career, um, and that uh, – that that essentially I, w- I was almost there, you know. And so there was added pressure on me, or at least I felt as if there was added pressure on me because I knew that removing myself for, for four to six weeks would not just knock me down a level. It would just knock me right off the ladder. Wow. And, and, and I would have to start uh, right back up. So, I, you know, I, I definitely thought about it. Uh, but ultimately, ultimately, you know, you have to decide, What's, what's most important? And I think that that's the reason why knowing your values is critical because it helps you to cut through all the crap and get right down to what's meaningful in your life. Yes, sir. And family is right at the top of, of my values list. And so, uh, so, so because of that, it, you know, the, the decision was made. But, but it, was, uh, yeah, it was something, Miles. It was something. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tough period. And I can only imagine because I've gone through similar uh, situations with, with parents, with both of my parents. At one time, I had gotten sick, and you know, I had to make a decision. I had to make decisions to to you know be there or not be there. And 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 being there was was not an easy task, but I know it was something that um, had to be done. So right. I I think that a lot of people in relationships don't have that that willingness to um, to give and take. How do you? How do you get past the filter of, okay, somebody may appear to you to be Mr. or Mrs. Wright, and they they say all the nice things, but you know you want to get to the from get past all the makeup, past all you know the designer clothes, past the, the nice cars, the nice homes, all that stuff. You want to get to the core. How do you find out if this person is somebody? For instance, uh, you you going through, you know we you, we got your steps here, but right. some people still know how to how to fake it until they make it. How can you get past that? That person is just, is just not for you to get past all the, the, the stuff that's on the outside. All right. That's, that's a good question. That's a very good question. And, and, and I'm going to answer by saying that there is no, there is no uh, exact way to determine that. Yes. You know, just, just being, you know, as, as straight up as I can with you, um, you know, the, the, the relationships 
game, if you will, or, or the relationship um, uh, process is part part science, right, and part yes, art. Yes, sir. And, and and the science we know, and and what's interesting is is if, and this is why what I love about what I do is because if we if you just focus on the science, there's so much that, that you can position yourselves optimally so that that art piece is so small that you know you you could you could cut through a lot of the you know the the nonsense quickly, but ultimately there is a bit of art, and some of that art is just there's nuances there that we just we just haven't figured out. But my answer would be patience. Yes, sir. And and, and I tell you the thing about patience, and and actually, Miles, what I love about you, there's one, uh, there's one, uh, two or three words that you you often say in 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 all of your all of your um, your uh, your blog talks is hand on the plow. Yes, sir. You say that often, hand on the plow. And to me, that means work. Yes, sir. And relationships require patience, but it requires a lot of work. And even Joe just talked about working on yourself, right, and how important that is. But working on the actual relationship, and this is something that we don't often do, but when you begin to work and spend time and mind share on the relationship, on your, uh, on, on your, on your boyfriend, on your girlfriend, I think once you do that and you're really invested in it, you can begin to weed through, you know, some of the nonsense that's out there. And and one of the things that I like to say is there's a, you know, the the book he's not or uh, he's not that that into you yes, or sir. the movie he's not into you. If you have to ask those questions, you know, I wonder is is he really into me because I've seen A, B, and C, or is she really into me? Typically, they're not. Yeah. You know. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that totally. Patient. <laughs> patience is, is a virtue that we must all possess. If you're going to be a, a dreamer, you're going to be a visionary, a go-getter, you have to be patient because a lot of times the things that you really want to see happen today may not happen today, even in right. relationships. So, Paul, what, what is – there's somebody out there listening right now, and they're hearing everything you're saying, and they know that what you're saying is true, and they may just – they may just be stuck. They may not know how to get out. They're in a bad situation that's only getting worse, and they don't know how to get out of it. How would you, as the life coach, advise them on that situation? Well, well, I, I can't give a blanket answer on that because every situation is different. And, and I've, I've, uh, I've had clients that have been in relationships that literally they could not hit, you know, hit the button on eject and be out tomorrow. Right, because of some of the complications in it. Right. Um, whereas I, I've had others. Uh, matter of fact, recently, just uh, I think two, three days ago, where I, I immediately said, you know, it's it's tonight. You know, you're out of there. Excuse me, you're out of that that relationship tonight. You know, let's let let's pack you up. Let's get you out of that house. So it all depends. It it all really depends. But I think that the question that you have to ask yourself if you feel like you're in that situation. And this is something I just did a um, I, I just did a, a, a episode on this uh, is you have to really ask yourself do you love yourself you know you have to go through a full self evaluation around yourself and 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 that's really the common denominator that I found amongst people that are able to move in and out of relationships uh, efficiently right or have 
have effective relationships is that they have a love for themselves. Yes, sir. And they hold themselves to such a high standard uh, in, in, a stand, in, a, in a great positive way, right, that they, 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 don't, they don't mess with the riffraff, if you know what I mean. Right. They, they, and, and so I think lo- loving yourself is, is, is critical, and that's the first step. But, but as far as the exact relationships, it, it really depends on, on the nuances of that, that relationship. And that's a fair question because, like I said, I I, I know that somebody out there is just hearing your voice, giving them an option. It it, it right. changes the whole perspective of everything. So you've dealt that situation. I'm, I'm gonna give you another hypothetical situation. There's a person, yeah. and like I said, we know that these are hypothetical situations, so you're not going to give a blanket answer, but just to give somebody a glimmer of an option that they may have not seen before. Um, yeah. For instance, a person who who is having some confidence issues who may be having low self-esteem issues, and they don't think that they they are worthy of, of being treated well, what are some tips you could give to them to 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 open their mind up to receive better treatment? Sure, sure. Well, well I will say that um, with, with the two the two things I do, so I, I do uh, matchmaking and, and, and lifestyle coaching, and I would say that, Ninety percent of the clients that come on the lifestyle coaching have self-esteem issues. Wow! And 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 out of those self-esteem issues, you may know maybe another ninety percent are due to image. Hmm. Uh, and 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 I'm noticing a lot more of that now. A, a, a lot more of that now. Uh, and once again, I think it's the society that we live in. Um, and you know, even Miles, in, in in the intro, you were talking about you know wearing clothes that that you purchasing clothes now that would fit you, right. you know, better, is that with image is that, or self-esteem, if I'm connecting self-esteem to, to image, and this is not for everyone, but for, but for a lot of folks out there, is that this is something that is the easiest to fix. I mean, the completely the, the, the easiest to fix. Wow. And, and so I think that um, my quick answer for this at least is, I think it's 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 important to understand that when you're dealing with these self-esteem issues, that a that everyone there's 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 idiosyncrasies that we all have, there's issues and challenges that we all face, and everything can be overcome. There there's there's nothing that cannot be overcome, and if it's something like image, which I know a lot of us think of image as oh wow you know I. You know, if it's weight, you know, why, you know, I've, I have to lose 40, 50 pounds. You know, that, that's, that's major. Well, in the interim, there's, there are many things that can be done. There, there are many things that can be done. So the first step, the first step, and this is something that I would do in my coaching, is you really have to look at the areas of your life. And so this is when we're talking about self-esteem. Is you, you have to look at the areas of your life, and you have to kind of chunk them into categories, Right. So right. you can look at career, you can look at finance, you can look at image, you can look at, you know, social life, et cetera, et cetera. And you really have to determine in your mind what do you view as being optimal, right? right. What do you view in terms of image, let's say? What is optimal for you, right? Because what's opti- optimal for you is not optimal for me. It's, it's, it's different. So what would be a 10 in terms of image? And then you have to ask yourself, 
where do you stand now? And it's not so important that you rank a 9 or a 10 now in terms of image. You can rate yourself a 5 or a 4, but the million-dollar question is, do you feel as if you were on the pathway to becoming a 10 in image? Are you on that road, right? Mm-hmm. Are you walking that path? And if you do, then typically there's not, there's not much in terms of self, self-esteem issues because you feel as if you are approaching that. But if you are not, then that's something that you need to correct. And the beauty there is that you realize it's not about being a 10. It's just simply about being on the pathway to becoming a 10. So for self-esteem, you know, there's, there's a lot that we can get into, but, um, uh, but, but I, I think that everything, everything can be overcome. Wow. And that goes back, uh, it correlates to our, our presidential wisdom from earlier in the show um, where I gave a, the quote from uh, President Obama. He said that if you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. Yes. And I think that's so dynamic that you say that because a lot of people get caught up with the end result but not understand that there's going to be a process that you got to go through. And if, as long as you're making progress towards the, the end result, you just got to stay on that path because you, you're basically going to make it there. It's, it's just like waiting for a train to get to a certain destination at 1050 and you got on the train at 1020. Well, the train's going to have to make a few stops along the way, but, you know, if you stay on that train, it's it's going to get there. It's on time. It's on the right track. Just Stay on the train. Right, right. And then the, the, the belief that it is, it is going in the right direction, I think uh, we, we get caught up in that. And, and we, uh, you know, we want to get off at every stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to get up. But, but, but the belief and, and the belief within yourself, and, and that goes into, you know, a, a lot of what you talk about in terms of success is, is believing in your, in, in your uh, you know, in, in, in where you're going, in your yes, direction. Sir. Uh, and, you, you know, you stay on the train. Yes, sir. And that goes back to your point uh, from investing in a relationship. You should know where you're going with the, your spouse and your or your mate, uh, not only to, to know which direction, but to also re- know if you guys are going to the same destination. Give us a, a quick tip for uh, what is – I mean, you know, this is again, this is all theoretical. This is all hypothetical. How do you know – that the person that you're with is going in the same, not only the same direction, but to the same destination. Yeah. So there's only one way to know that, and that's communication. And what I find fascinating about communication, that question, by the way, that's a question that comes up often. So that, right. that, that's a good question. Um, and, and, and typically what I'll hear, and I don't do relationship uh, counseling with couples, but I hear this often because I have friends that do it, is that there's a whole lot of talking and communicating going on before the marriage or before you moved in, right, or before, you know, before, and then afterwards it becomes limited. And there was clarity with vision before, but once you're into the relationship or you're into the marriage, it, it gets a little blurry, but you're thinking, oh, well, I knew where, where she was, she wanted to go, you know, two, three years ago. Right. Well, we all evolve and we're all human beings. We're all dynamic. And so vision changes. And the only way we're able to stay in tune with that is communicating. And that's why it's important. It's so important, whether you are in a marriage or whether you are two days into dating someone, that you communicate and then you have structured times in which you'll sit down and actually communicate. 
And what I mean by structured times is it doesn't have to be, okay, well, every week we're going to sit down and have the state of the relationship address, right? right? It, it, it could be something as simple as my, my wife and I, uh, you know, what we do is every week we play board games. That's okay. our thing that we do together. As a matter of fact, our game is Boggle. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, real – I know everyone says real nerdy game, but, but, but we love Boggle. We've been playing the same Boggle, the same Boggle game set for 13 years. Wow. Um, but what that does is that time, if we're spending two hours on it, an hour and a half on it, that gives us a dedicated time to communicate. And that gives us time to convey any adjustments, right, in, in, in values because values change. In terms of, I mean, that's that's a dedicated time, and so we we stay in tune with each other through that, you know, through other through through other uh, through, through other conversation, but but communication, that's the only way to do it. And 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 the last point that I'll make on communication is, communication is a lot of us think okay, communicating means talking, but it really means actively listening. Wow, actively listening, and so that's something that I would encourage anyone to do. That really wants to stay in tune uh, with their with their boyfriend, girlfriend, um, husband, wife. Wow. Wow. You, 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 I believe in my heart you've given this audience something dynamic to take home and, and to implement right away. I, I'm, I'm definitely sure of that. Um, Paul, it's been an honor to have you on here. Could you do me a favor? You know, time is not really being our friend right now, but I want you to do this for me. Let the people know how they can reach out to you because we want them to to be able to contact you for more of this dynamic coaching that you offer. Sure, sure. Well, the, the fastest way is, is probably uh, Facebook. Uh, so just Facebook. I'm at Paul Brunson. That's B-R-U-N-S-O-N. Uh, also, I'm on Twitter as well, uh, One Degree From Me. That's O-N-E-D-E-G-R-E-E-F-R-O-M-M-E. So One Degree From Me. Uh, and then email, which is paul at one degree from dot me. So those are the the best ways to get in touch. Wow. And I, I want to do this. I definitely want to bring you back on the show. You you definitely, like I said, you 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 left a, a trail of success. You know, tr- success leaves a trail, and you definitely left some dynamic footprints here. Um. Leave, give the people a one word of encouragement just to, to, to motivate them, encourage them, to let them know that you know, it's possible that they can have a dynamic relationship. We, we are, and, and, and you said this, we, we, are, we, we are made in, in, in the image of God, and, and God is love. Uh, I, I, I feel like we don't, we don't love ourselves enough and one thing I promise to you I promise this is once you love yourself being able to extend love especially being able to extend it unconditionally to someone will become second nature it will become incredibly easy but the icing on the cake is that once you're able to extend that love unconditionally it's so much easy to receive it so much easier to, to receive it, and so, you know, so so just love yourself, love yourself, and, and I, I I promise you, if if you work that equation out and you, and you really learn how to do that, then you will find having successful relationships is 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 second nature. Wow, 
Well, again, Paul, I thank you. And I know that, you know, that book project, when you do start, is going to be dynamic. And I want to extend my, um, my, my, my expertise to you. I am a writing coach. If you want to put that book together and you need my help, don't hesitate to give me a call. Oh, wow. I, I think I, would have, I might have to do that. Writing is not my forte. So, so Miles, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect with you on Facebook with that one. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm, I'd be honored to help you because I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blessing to people because you, you got a lot of insight that people just need it. They need it. They need it. <laughs> I appreciate it, sir. I You're do. so welcome. You're so welcome. And, and like I said, we'll be in touch. Okay, very good. Well, thank you very much, Fonz. I appreciate you uh, I, you having me on the show. I appreciate you too, Paul. And like again, we, we, you you definitely are invited back. <laughs> oh yeah, just let me know. I'm, I'm I'll, anytime you need me, I'm back. Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Take care. You too. God bless. God bless you. Okay. Everybody, that was Paul Carrick Bronson, um, just a dynamic uh, coach, motivator, uh, matchmaker. He's he's just a dynamic person all around. People, we got about five minutes left in the show, and I want to I want to say this. Um, I've gone this whole show, and there's something I feel led to, to tell you about. Um, I got a, a phone call today, and it was uh, from my mother. My mother was going wanted, wanted me to let my friends who pray for me know that she wants them to pray for her as well because she's going through a little bit of a situation, and um, I just wanted to to let you guys know. I you know. I really appreciate everything that you do as far as coming out to the show and, and listening to the show and, and you know downloading the podcast and letting people know about the show. But that's something I really want from each and every one of you. If you can just keep my mother in prayer, um, prayer for healing. Uh, there's some things going on in her body that she needs um, she needs healing for, and we're just thanking God for for that healing. And I thank you for being here with me um, each and every week. And I don't, like I said, I don't take you for granted. I don't take you I don't I just don't. I, I I absolutely admire this opportunity. I thank God for this opportunity to be here with you each and every week. And without a shadow of a doubt, I wanna thank our dynamic guest that we had on here today, Mr. Joe Smith of Soul Food Entertainment and Mr. Paul Bronson. Also in her absence, Miss Athena Horton, uh who's gonna be on here next week instead. Um we we're praying for you with it whatever you need. If you need anything, just don't hesitate to give me a call. Um the people who work behind the scenes, uh, I tell you, without dynamic help, without – see, it's like this. You have to have – your relationships have to be dynamic on every level. And I give honor where honor is due. And my, uh, my, my, um, my friend, my marketing consultant, Ms. Tiffany Patton, has been going and, and finding some dynamic guests to bring on the show each and every week now. And I'm, I'm thankful to, to be connected with her because she's – really going above and beyond the call of duty. And there's another person I want to acknowledge. Her name is uh, Miss Angel Bush. She's down in Houston, Texas. She's actually on on my call list. I'm going to actually let her speak here. Hold on one second. Hello, Angel, are you there? Hello, Angel, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm so honored to hear your voice. Well, thank you so much. I actually was just listening. I want to tell you, you are doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much. That means a lot coming from you because you're somebody, like I said, I admire and look up to you for what what it is you do. And like I said, I take that as an absolute compliment. Well, I will certainly be praying for your mom's um, recovery and celebrating her healing. Thank you. And you have a wonderful day and continue on with the show. Thank you so much. You, You have a wonderful day also. Thanks. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was uh, that's Angel Bush down in Houston, Texas. Um, she's a, a dynamic uh, public relations guru down there. If you are in the Houston area or if, if not, um, still look her up. People, we got less than a minute left in the show, and I just want to say this. I'm honored to be here with you. I'm honored to, to be a source of motivation for you, encouragement, inspiration. But I want you to understand this, that without you, I can't do what I do. So continue to come back and support the show. Continue to send, you know, download the podcast. Continue to send emails about the show. Continue to tell your friends that at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Saturday, every Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that we'll be here creating a championship standard living with Miles W. Miller, and we're going to continue to add dynamic things. We're actually going to extend the show. We're going to, it's actually going to become a two-hour show because we, we have so much that we have to cover now because people are really pouring out and they want to see some more content here and they want to, they, they, they love what we're doing. So we're going to continue to feed you and we want you to keep coming back and we want you to, to, to consider becoming a sponsor, a show sponsor with us, a Roar partner. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll send those links out on the, on the, on the, uh, the podcast later. I want you to, to stay connected because we got some dynamic things for you and the best is yet to come. Remember this. This is my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.